Constructing your life is about much more than just building a bank account. Each week, join real estate entrepreneur and mindset coach Austin Linney as he interviews guests who are constructing their dream lives and impacting the world around them on a daily basis. If you're an entrepreneur or wanting to start a business, or you just want to hear motivating stories of how others have overcome the odds, you are in the right place. And now for your host, Austin Linney. Guys, welcome back to Construct Your Life. Uh, we decided to let you all in on the fun because we never we were laughing before. So I have the honor of having uh, Miss Jen in the house. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. Thank so you so much for having me. So excited to be me. here. I had the pleasure of going on her podcast and we got talking and we had such a good time. So we wanted to bring her on Construct Your Life. And yeah. uh, you're, you got your hands in a bunch of things. But what I wanted to, <laughs> yeah. what I like to have my guests do is they tell their story and then we kind of go from there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, do you want my story now? We'll just talk about the now story. Uh, yeah. yeah. So let's see. I am a podcaster, obviously. Smile. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. I'm actually, I have actually have two podcasts, um, but I've been a podcaster for about six and a half years now. And, uh, you know, so I'm a veteran in this and I didn't realize that podcasting was so new It feels longer. It really does. It feels like it's been around forever. Um, but I'm an author, multi, you know, multi-book author, number one bestseller. I have two books I'm working on right now. Uh, so they'll be out here shortly. One will be out in June. I think the other will be out around September. Um, and we can talk about those books because they're really sure. fun. Um, and then uh, I have a TV show coming up on board, a streaming TV show. I've got some really, really strong backing from some HBO people. And um, what else? I'm a coach and I'm a speaker. So if you need speaking, you know, speaking at an event, I'm great at coming to speak at events as well. So and I'm an investor, and I'm a glamma, and I've been married to my husband for 38 years. He's my high school sweetheart. So, I mean, there's just a lot of things that are going on with me right now. And I'm investing in Bitcoin, if you can believe it or not. Yeah. So, <laughs> right? So like guys, everybody else. And I'm so, on Clubhouse. So, so, guys, you've officially met the only person that has more jobs than I do. You, like, <laughs> right. you officially met her. Right. Now, just to give them context. It, before all of these things, where did you spend? Where did you spend most of your time and, and got your business acumen? Where was that space? Yeah, yeah. Well, for thirty-eight years now, I've been in the mortgage lending business. Um, I was an originator for many, many years. Uh, three years ago, I retired from that job. I'm not officially in that space anymore, but I coach mortgage loan officers, realtors, um, you know, on how to get their business to be you know, fantastic. So I had the wonderful privilege of being in the top 200 loan officers in the country, funded over a billion dollars in loans. So mm-hmm. we've got a lot of experience there. And yes, I have a company that also provides financing to investors called Black Fox Investments. So I'm not quite out of it yet, but but I am. So <laughs> I'm going to ask I'm, we're going to get selfish for a little while because you're very successful and I res- you inspire me on a uh, you know, um, everything that you so got are going you. on. Are you kidding me? Well, what I, what everybody asks me all the time, like we have a company that we're, we're launching next week and then another company. And then I've got the Airbnb company and two podcasts. Oh, and I have that too. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that yeah, too. Two, <laughs> two podcasts myself. Yeah. What do you tell people when they say you have too much going on? What do you, yeah. what do you tell them? 
Well, I mean, I don't have too much going on. First of all, (laughs) I really don't, uh, you know, like you, I'm, I lead by my lifestyle. Um, Mm -hmm. so I make sure that my lifestyle can fit into all of this. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I hire people, I mean, I hire people to run these businesses so that I don't have to run them myself myself. And I think that's one of the challenges that people have is, it's sort of an ego, you know, it's like a chip on our shoulders. Like we built it. We have to be there. We have to be involved in every little aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that I don't have challenges with that because as you're growing any one of those businesses, um, you know, it is your baby. You do have to be there. You have to understand what, you know, the dynamics are of that business before you can hire the right people. And so there, there are some of those challenges um, there. And I'm in that quadrum right now. I'm in a very, a place where I'm about ready to go to a unbelievable level in one of my businesses. And the challenge right now is finding the people to hire. I know what I want to hire, but I can't even find them. It's been a whole quarter that I've been working on, on three jobs, three positions um, that I'm trying to hire for, you know, to be able to take me to the next level. So, um, you know, I know there's the adage of, you know, he who chases two rabbits gets none. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been of the opinion. I grow each business to a six figure income set it and forget it, hire the right people, and then move to the next business. That's how I've typically ran my businesses. So I'm right there with one and about ready to, to get the other one off the ground and, and running strong too. And that, and that really is, you know, perception is reality, right? And people see mm-hmm. me and they're like, oh, it's two, two podcasts. Well, well, guys, I have nine podcasts scheduled today. And then, yeah. you know, yeah. like we're writing like two books right now. Well, well, I'm not writing those books. Yes, I'm the vision and we have a right, ghost right, right. We're ghostwriting. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and so like, I get it. But like, if you think that I'm running the day to day of all these companies, like you're, you're sadly mistaken because we would make no money. Trust me. Right. Right. And, but, and we would look terrible. <laughs> but, what right. we, but, what, but what we can be is we can be the vision and the driving yeah. force and yeah. the brand that pushes yeah. maybe the other people that are with us. It elevates who they are with their skills. Right. And you're, you're finding yeah. this package together. And, and that's how you could, because here's what we have done. You and I is we've figured out what works for us and we're totally comfortable in that space where a large majority of other people, it, it would freak them out. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah. But, but like, it works for me. If I don't have that going on, I feel like I'm not going anywhere, which is not, that's well, the last thing you want. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's funny you said that because I had just crossed over that threshold with one of the businesses and said, okay, so now what's the next thing? What is the thing that's pulling me, you know, to go to take on a next project? And I thought, you know, should I just wait? Should I, am I going too fast? Is, you know, all of that. And I'm going, no, 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 no. I've, I built it so that it's running on its own and I have more free time to dedicate to that business. And I always measure where does that free time want to go? Do I want that to go into more things that uh, I want to do? Yeah. And right now, I mean, that is something that I'm kind of toying with because uh, I played tennis in high school. I was a state champion and I've played tennis off and on for years. And you know, I dance all the time. Right. But, and I'm, so I got the dancing down. I'm back to dancing. Thank God with COVID. But, but now I'm, I'm like, Oh, I really want to get back into my, into tennis. I want to play more tennis. So if I decide to move forward with this business, then I'm sacrificing tennis. So I have to make that decision. And those are all the decisions that I make on a daily basis is, you know, how much can I dedicate to this business? How big could it grow? And mind mapping that, you know, to say, well, maybe I'll grow this one a little smaller so I can take advantage of summertime and, and get back into tennis and feel really good about it. I'm also taking sign language. Um, That's another thing. My husband, as we get older, he refuses to get a 
get an ear thing. What yeah. do you call it? A hearing aid. He refuses hearing to aid. get it. Yeah. And I am so sick of saying everything three times. So I literally am taking sign language so I can start signing with him because that's where we're headed. Well, what's interesting is somebody told me this. And, it, and as I've met high achievers, it's very interesting, right? Look, either you fill your time and money with something or it will find a place for it. Oh, like, yeah. Meaning like, I mean, yeah, it finds a place and that could be yeah. a Netflix or it could be in a business. And here's the thing is that I know high achievers that at, let's say, five o'clock, right? They schedule 45 minutes to play with their kids. Like it's on the schedule. And what yeah. they mean by yeah. that is like, I'm not saying here's my schedule. And then afterwards, my family gets what's left. No, no, no. I'm saying like, and so we took this on another level. What if you like, I, I have a real hard time journaling, right? Well, uh-huh. I put it, I put now I've done it 10 days in a row. I put it in my morning ritual. Like it's, yeah. it's in the to-do list. And so, cause it's in the to-do list, like whether that's stretching journaling, because I've created that time that that matters to me then it yep. happens. If you don't do that, then it'll be filled with something else, whether that's scrolling Instagram or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, all kinds of stuff. You know, it's funny. I, I just bought a, I'm afraid to say this because I don't know the right word for it. I've got to get the right word. I apologize, but it's a, it's a, a thing that you stand on and it vibrates. So I don't want to say it's a vibrating machine, but okay. it's, you stand on it and it vibrates and it's hot, you know, like high vibration mm-hmm. um, because it helps flow of, blood, like blood flow. And it's, it's now used for recovery of knee surgeries and knee injuries. And right now I have a shoulder issue. And so it's got, it's this recovery thing and it's great for blood flow. Generally, Mm -hmm. my chiropractor suggested it. So now it's sitting right here on the Mm -hmm. floor and I stand on it while I'm having phone conversations. My, thankfully it vibrates well. So I don't sound like I'm going uh, like that, but it, it vibrates so well. And it's something that I've, I've said, okay, well now how do I compact time? So I'm actually double yes. dipping on some of the things that I'm doing because yes. I can get that done while I'm having a conversation with them and get the blood flow going because we're sitting on these. Well, and I have a standing desk, but I happen to be sitting right now, but, but um, you know, cause I want to get that blood flow going. And so I do that three times a day, three times a day, but during every, you know, certain calls where I don't have to be on zoom, I'm on that sucker, just making sure there's blood flow and I'm doing planks on it while I'm on it. It's, it's just a killer, but I'm now I'm compacting time. Well, we were talking to some guy yesterday and people think that more time, meaning more time in working, more, more time work, in something more creates, right? No, what you're looking to be is to optimize your time and be more potent and effective. Yeah. Like with your time. I love and that that's word, what, potent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, what, that, that's what he used. He's like, yeah, I want to, I want to gain more business, but I want to be more potent with my time. And yeah. it was like, it really stuck with me. Because, yeah. Intention. Yeah. Because you're, yeah, exactly. Intentional and networking. Like, like here's a perfect example. <laughs> I have divorced from Clubhouse pretty much. Like I, I have too. Like, I just, matter of fact, yeah. I just logged out this morning. I, I'm yeah. so sick of the reminder, reminder, reminder. Yeah. And so I've kind of divorced from it because here's my thing. If you're, and if you're a new entrepreneur or you're a new investor and your intention is to meet five new people a day or a week, excuse me. If you meet those five people on Monday, you're done for the week. You're done. Like you're yeah. done. You don't need, you don't need excess. Like if that's your goal and that's what you did. So when I say networking, like the book we're writing, it's not networking. It's intentional networking. Like, yeah. who do I need to meet? Who am I at this convention to get see? in, get out, move on, yeah. get in, get out, move on. Because you can, what happens is over time, if you don't do that, you look up like the first week of clubhouse and you're like, Jesus Christ, I was on, now, don't get me wrong. Right. The guy I'm going to meet on Friday is because of clubhouse and holy right. shit, like it might change our business, but that's because 
it, it was an hour conversation. We were out and then I moved on with my day. And so, yeah, I call you, it circling the drain. Okay. That's what I've been telling everyone is like, you're circling the drain on clubhouse. And so I had to back up, come up with a strategy. I go there twice a week mm-hmm. and I go there for intention. You know, I'm, I'm doing uh, like I, I do masterminds. I'm certified as a mastermind mm-hmm. leader. Right. So I have a couple of masterminds. So I go in and say, Hey, I'm doing a mastermind. And then I come back out and then I go in and say, Hey, I'm a podcaster in two different arenas. And so I make sure that I go into two different groups, one for mortgage and real estate and investing and the other for, you know, the other podcast success to significance. Um, Intentional, very, very intentional, but I like the potent. It even seems more than intentional. I love it. It seems, it seems focused. Mm -hmm. So you, you coach people, you've coached people for years. You do, you put on events. If I just, I know this is a broad question, but if I just had to say anybody that's new to, to entrepreneurship or, or investing, what would you say is the three biggest mistakes that if you could just like shake them at 20 and be like, you mean be I like, could choke them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Choke them and yeah. be like, do this. Don't do like, don't do this. Yeah. Like, like what, yeah. what have you learned over the years? Well, it's funny. Um, cause my book that you see behind me on launch is all about that because I wanted, I wanted to just choke people because they all, I mean, the three things I would say, and then I'll get very specific, but the three things that I say, and it's in the book is stop talking, take action, get results. Those are the three things like enough of the yik yak. You got to take the action. It's not about consumption. And I think a lot of people do that. And especially like we're talking about with clubhouse, or we're talking about with networking pre COVID or maybe post COVID or or the conference junkies or whatever, is that mm-hmm. it's consumption, consumption. You get to the point where you're like a, a squirrel and you've got all these nuts in your mouth and you're, and you're drowning in your own saliva because mm-hmm. you're not, you're not taking care of, you know, you're not taking action on it and making it happen. You're just accumulating, accumulating. And I think that's one of the first issues is, is you just, you'll never know everything. So just take action, just mm-hmm. start taking action. You'll make mistakes. That's okay. We all have, you will learn from those mistakes. Don't look at those mistakes as bad decisions. Look at them as learning experiences and move on from them. And next time you get to that cross in the road, you will know the right path to be able to take. So the first thing I, I would say is take action. The second is don't go alone. Go, Do not go at it alone. Get in a true mastermind. Network with the right people. Surround yourself with people that have the strengths where you have the weaknesses. And I promise there, your strengths will be their weaknesses as well. So, so don't go it alone. And the third is hire fast. And I know there's a lot of adages, slow to hire faster. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about hire quickly. Don't wait, hire quickly because it will be able, you'll manifest everything. You will manifest everything. It's amazing. Um, you know, I know sometimes you can go, oh my gosh, look at how many, how much money I'm spending on all these people, but then look how much money I'm making. Yeah. Uh, if I were doing it by myself, I wouldn't be making or spending. The, yeah, a hundred percent. I love those. Here's the deal. Lack of information is not the issue. It's right. that it's that to be honest with you, the flow of too much information is probably the issue, meaning that yeah, look, 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 I'll use a perfect example just to make it as simple as possible. If you were to go out in the world and talk about food and health, there are 45 different contrary things that you should do. Don't eat eggs, eat eggs, eat bacon. Don't do this. Drink this. Work out this way. You have to do enough things in business and in life to find out what works for you. 
Yeah. And and here's the deal. Not everybody's a miracle morning person. Maybe you're a miracle night. They'd be a miracle night. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. And it drives me crazy because the the I think that the problem that they're not acting on the information is they haven't paid for it personally. Yeah. You you don't well, you don't I have think, skin in the game. Yeah, I think well, sometimes I I mean I do agree. I do agree, but I have clients that pay and don't show up and it drives me crazy. You know, I mean, I can stand back and go, well, hey, that goody for me. Giddy, giddy, yeah, giddy. Yeah. They didn't show up, but I don't want that. I mean, I, I truly don't want that for people. And so I'm always reaching out going, Hey, are you going to come to the meeting? Schedule your next coaching class? <laughs> because those that do, I have clients that have quadrupled their business, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, quadrupled their volume and in a year and a half, mm-hmm. in a year and a half, because they, they got in, they went in, they didn't tip their toes in, they didn't pretend they didn't, you know, they weren't apprehensive. They just jumped in and did it and they look silly and they failed and they succeeded all at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's what we have to be able to do is just put your ego aside because your ego, you know, will get in the way of your success. I'll call myself out. Uh, in my twenties, um, I talked a lot, like a lot, a lot, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm I'm too worried about like what people thought of me or mm-hmm. like what they saw of me. Like maybe it was the alcohol, maybe it was just whatever my own insecurities. And I say about about a month, about a about a month, month and a half ago. You know, you got gotta love a good mentor. And, you know, he's a good friend of mine, and he kind of gave me one of those talks. You know, yeah. he was like, he's like, how's it? I got an idea. He's like, for the next couple of years, just shut the fuck up. He's yeah. like, shut up. He's like, let your results do the talking, and you just go to work. Like, just go to work. Like, we we don't care anymore. And it was yeah. one of those talks where, like, if you're if you're easily offended, you'd be like, "Oh, what a dick!" But like, when I sat with it for like two weeks, I was like, "Okay, I, I yeah, got yeah. it." Like, I'm, I, and, yeah. and, and I think people, I think people talk too much. Like, just go to work. Let the yeah. results do the talk. Well, it's funny because originally I wanted to call the mo- the the book "Shut the f up." <laughs> And my, my publisher said, that's a little too strong. And I said, well, I just want to say, shut the F up and go do it because someone would pick it up if they saw it and think like, shut the F up and go do it. That's why I said strangling next. Um, And then we, we toned it down to stop talking, take action, get results. Right. (laughs) But, but the tone for that really is stop talking, Mm -hmm. stop it take some freaking action and you're going to get the results. If you want to continue to talk, you're not going to get the results. So your choice. Every day you have that choice. You can stop talking, take the action and get the results, or you can continue to talk and wonder, wonder, wonder. And it's like, why, you know, I just wish that people would stop delaying their success. It's here right now. Take it, run with it, go. Yeah. You don't need to wait till the first of the month. You don't need to wait till January 1st. If when you, if, this, if yeah. this, then that. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it, it, and it, what's interesting is like, and this is why I think it's so awesome because you do have so much going on, but you live by what I preach and in, in the way I build my businesses is, is like, I was in Costa Rica like a week ago, right? Like, like a week and a half. Ago. That's why you're so tan. <laughs> yeah. I was in Costa Rica for a week and a half ago. True story. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not joking when I say this, my yeah. dream is to own a hotel or some, some, some yeah. retreat in there. Right. Yeah. We went somewhere just driving. No, no agenda randomly drove down this road and it was like lunch. Okay. Well, we went up, drove up the mountain, found out I met the owner. It's a 50 room hotel, 2000 acres, been there for 30 years. And she's like, well, actually I'm selling it. Oh (laughs) my goodness. And, and here's the deal. I I don't got the 10 million right now to buy it. 
but it but it made me realize like other people would look at that and go like dude just relax on your vacation i'm like i am relaxed this is what i'm doing yeah. like me working out and eating healthy and looking at real estate and traveling that's me and so yeah. if i can do my businesses around that then I've created the ultimate lifestyle. And it feels like you've done the same thing within your. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, every place we go because of Airbnb and because of investing, you know, every place we go, we look at properties. And in fact, we were just talking about it this weekend with my family because we, you know, we've, we've kind of passed this, this bug of owning real estate and investment properties, you know, onto our children. And, and of course they own lots of properties as well now. And we were saying, Hey, you know, while we're going, we're going up to Michigan, you know, that's a pretty good hot spot for, for properties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's uh, plan to like do some looking on the way and this, that, and the other, you know, while we're there. And so we reached out to my cousin and my uncle's own gazillion properties and my cousins do too said, okay, we need you guys to, you know, who's your agent? Let's get your agent involved. And maybe they know other people throughout Michigan, you know, as we travel up to the Upper Peninsula and we can look at some properties because um, just trying to find an Airbnb, just trying to find a hotel that will accommodate um, eight adults and three kids, you know, three grandkids was a pain in the butt. And I said, well, there's a need. There's a need. If families are going to these things, there's a need here. What can we find? So mm-hmm. we're looking at multifamily and we're looking at, you know, Airbnb, you know how the, the it's a new wave now with multifamily yeah. is making mm-hmm. each one of the units an Airbnb. Sure. So, sure. yeah. So we're looking at that and like crossing out some walls or knocking down some walls and that kind of thing. You know, I actually, I actually have a good friend who lives up there in the multifamily space. If you want me to. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, his, he runs his, he runs his mother-in-law's uh, marijuana company uh and he invested <laughs> multi- i'm not joking dude this, yeah, yeah she's been growing it for years and now they're popping up retail stores and it just cracks me up i know um, i know it's so funny well it's funny because our family owns a greenhouse i said why don't you guys be you know, <laughs> yeah you like money yeah, yeah you like yeah. money because this oh, is the way to do yeah. it yeah. well what's interesting right is and, and i want to get your expertise in this area you were very successful as a mortgage broker and you invested on the side yeah. And what I don't understand, and maybe they'll never change, but I, it's I'll bang the drum until they get it. Why do these people that mortgage brokers and real estate agents I know, are, I know where are, you're going that, with this. That, that are amazing at what they do and see the inside of deals all day, what holds them back from investing? Then how did you compartmentalize? I'm here, I'm focused on my job but I want to make sure that I'm creating long-term yeah, wealth. I know. I, and I knew you were heading that direction because it just drives me ca- crazy. Um, you know, I, th- I think part of it is a fear of success, part of work. Um, I know, well, I mean, I'm a, a little bit of a tangent here, you know, is when I was coaching, I mean, sorry, uh, training real estate agents for many, many years. That was my avenue into picking from the litter from the crowd. You know, it started my speaking career, ironically. Um, but that was how I got business. But I would... I would start this eight hour business planning class with them by saying, you know, who wants to make $50,000? And and the reason I did that is because I want a participation and people wouldn't even raise their hand. I go, come on, come on, raise your hand. Everybody wants to make 50,000. So keep it up. Okay. That's fine. Who wants to make a hundred? Everybody kept their hand up. Who wants to make 250? Hands went down. Who wants to make 700? Hands went down. And I said, why do your hands go down? Well, I'm already working my butt off. I'm working long hours. I'm working, 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 working. And I can't possibly imagine that I can make that kind of money. And what happens is that, it, you know, we know that it's compound interest. It's the same thing. As soon as you make 500, it's easy to make a million. As soon as you make a million, it's easy to make 3 million. And that 
that just, I mean, that blows my mind. So it's not knowing, it's not working hard. And I say this all the time, work on purpose so you can play with passion. If you are purposeful in what you're doing, stop doing the activities everybody else does. Stop doing what somebody told you they did 80 years ago. You know, this, do what is important to you. Find what your core values are, find what fulfills you and do those activities. So you're not eating soup with a fork, Mm -hmm. right? eating soup with a fork every day you get home and you're exhausted from all the activities, but you're not fulfilled. You're not filled up. You're not fulfilled. So I think that's part of the issue. So that's a little side note there. Um, I don't know why they do it. It it is um, something I coach all the time is like, we're going to be coaching about lifestyle. We're going to be coaching about killing it with volume. And we're going to be coaching about revenue streams, multiple revenue. Well, we can't because of RESPA and this, that, and the other. No, there's no law that says you can't buy investment properties. Mm -hmm. There's no law that says that you can't hold second mortgages on other deals that you're not associated with. There's no law that says you can't have Airbnbs. There's no law that says you can't invest in the stock market if that's what you choose to do or options or whatever. There's no law that says that. And so yet I think they're so confined in this bubble of compliance that they think they can't do, you know, that type of business. So that's the first thing. How did I compartmentalize it? Um, First of all, my, my uncles are multi, 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 multi millionaires. They own over 700 units, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I learned that when I was a little girl, in fact, I wrote on that, you know, that little machine that, that buffs floors in the lobby of a yeah, building. Yeah. Okay. I sat on that machine at night while they were buffing floors because they had a, on a side gig, they had a commercial real estate, um, commercial cleaning, not like we trash yeah. emptiers now, yeah, but you know, know. Commercial yeah. cleaning. they had that on the side. They were investing in real estate. I was cleaning apartments with them. They mm-hmm. own like the whole town of apartments at a, you know, for a university um, and I was cleaning those apartments with them and I was cleaning these places with them and they had the the greenhouse and they were renovating and they now own golf courses and casinos and resorts and all kinds of stuff. And so that work ethic was already put in there. And of course, my mom and dad did the same thing. Um, they bought five acres of land. Then my dad went down to the auction and found uh, mobile homes and pulled the mobile home up. He was a general contractor and an architect, pulled the home up, did the jigging and the well and all that stuff, put it on permanent foundation, and they started renting them out. And after five years, they would offer it to whoever was there for five years on a lease option um, or just a straight out buy because they owned it free and clear. So I inherited 14 of those properties when mm-hmm. they passed away. So now I have those properties and I'm doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But my need came from just saying, well, wait a minute, I'm in the business. Why aren't I investing? It's kind of like a Mary Kay consultant saying, hey, you should wear makeup. I don't, but you should, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I started investing You know, very, very young. Our first property was when we were 19 years old. We weren't married yet. We bought it in May. We got married in July. We still own that property in Colorado. <laughs> Um, it's pretty hilarious because 38 years later, we own this little thing and, um, you know, I'm about ready to buy my childhood home in Michigan. That's one of the things we're working on right now. Yeah. It's right next door to my grandparents' house. Of course they've passed, but my uncle's still there. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, I can buy that property. Uh, it's a three unit, my, my childhood home. So, um, I'm going to hopefully be able to buy that. But out of my own need, because I started buying property 
And then I wasn't eligible anymore for traditional financing. So out of my own need, I started looking at creative financing and I found, you know, a whole world of financing out there. And I thought, well, heck, if I'm using it, there's probably other people that need it. So I went out and told all my realtors, yep, I can do regular stuff. Um, my niche is obviously an investor. That's one of my, my niches. It was. And I said, but if they don't fit in traditional financing, I can do the financing over here under this umbrella called Black Fox Investments. And so I started doing loans on that side and there was no conflict because I couldn't get the loan done there. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing that type of thing. So now I had a rev stream there and then I had, you know, I mean, it just kept going. And then when Airbnb came out, I converted a bunch of our investment properties, whatever we could convert, we did to Airbnb because it's so much better. Um, we converted to Airbnb. Then we started looking at lease options with people, um, trying to get them to do that, doing some wraps on our own mortgages, <laughs> some wraps on our own mortgages, uh, because I got to the point where I just didn't want to be a landlord anymore. Yeah. I just mm -hmm. wanted to have monthly income coming in. I call it mailbox income. I want to go out my mailbox open and go, Ooh! <laughs> mm -hmm. so the more I could create, the better. All of that allowed me to make this move into what I've been doing now full-time, you know, is coaching, speaking, and podcasting. Um, if I had not done that, I never would have been able to make that move. There are people in those industries that are just miserable mm -hmm. because they're stuck there. They didn't plan ahead. And I think that's my mission now is having that lifestyle business mastery where your lifestyle's first. Your success is first, whatever that may be for you. It doesn't have to be just money. It could be time. And then we'll build the business around it. Um, yeah. You know, and um, so for me, that's that's what's most important is like having that core lifestyle, which is if you think of a wheel on a, on a tire, wheel and tire, right? The wheel is steel. The tire gets all the bumps and bruises. And what happens is people focus their business as being the steel and then their life gets the bumps and bruises and the nails and the potholes and all that stuff. And I just want to invert that mm -hmm. and build the business around your lifestyle. So I don't know. I mean, that that's, I mean, I, the people I coach, they get it. They're, they're looking for new ways. They're like, Ooh, it's a new way. And I bring in people to teach them new ways. How's everybody doing guys. I want to talk today about our sponsor for May. You know, a good friend of mine, Mark Simpson, runs a company, uh, boostly.co.uk. Guys, everybody knows that I'm in the short-term rental space for many years. And I think one of the reasons, one of the quotes he said to me was, you can't build your real estate on somebody else's property. And it really resonated with me because we are so reliant on an Airbnb, a home away, these systems, right? And in, headed into this year, it's very important that we get direct bookings and they're the best in the business at this. So in 2021, everybody needs to be building a website to create direct bookings. And you can't rely on Airbnb plus you're giving them a ton of money. And so 64% of all the websites are powered by WordPress. And these uh, private message companies that offer you the free website, they're not on WordPress. And so it's this trick that they're doing. And, you know, these guys are the best in the business, the best in the world. And I'm not just saying that uh, because I use them. I'm saying that because they are. It's the simple fact is that they, they service over 600 clients worldwide and you need to get this done and you can get it started for as little as 99 bucks a month. And you could do that with one property, a hundred properties, but you need to be capturing emails. 
you need to be sending uh, direct marketing back to these guests. And the way to do that is to create a website. And these guys are the best in the business. When you get direct bookings, you're saving money every year and the profit margins can be exponential. And so if you want to learn more about them, head on over to boostly.co.uk slash construct your life. Not only is Mark a great entrepreneur and CEO, but he's a great person as well. Well, and and to really drive a point home and obviously with my divorce, I don't have those things now, but what I used to do is I, I used to tell every 20 year old that I ran into, like I had, I have like three houses. I probably had like 350 in equity. We sold one and gave one away, stuff like that. And I would be like, I'd give you that. I'll give it to you free and clear. I'll write it over. I'll start with zero. Now what I know now at 20 yeah. years old, I'll take it back. And in, in two years, I'll have a hundred units and be financially free. And People think that financially free is retirement. No. Financially free <laughs> is the start of you actually getting to do what it is what that you, you want, want to do yeah. for the rest of your life. That's yeah. it. They have yeah. it all ma- they have it all backwards. Like like we're just going to like sit on a beach the rest of our life and like are you kidding? I would last the day like sitting on the beach. Like I don't even like it that much. I I I love business. Yeah. I love to work. I love conversations. Yeah. A friend a friend of mine calls it uh phone in hand, toes in sand. <laughs> Not the laptop lifestyle. We, we've yeah. gone beyond that. Now yeah. it's phone, phone in hand, toes in sand. I mean, that's, you know, that's exactly. Yeah. I think people think linear. They think, you know, and I, and I've talked about this too, is learn, earn, return, right. In your life is that you learn and then you earn, you have all this earning and then you want to get back and stuff like that. And that is the only linear thing I speak about, but, but as you're going along, you're branching out constantly. I don't know of a tree that grows straight up. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, it is. Here's what it is. You want a palm tree life? It'll grow straight up and then blossom when you retire and you're on the beach and there you go. Or you can have a regular big mother tree, an oak tree that lives for years and years and years and get lives on to perpetuity for your family, for your legacy and your dynasty that grows and has branches and branches and branches and it's full and it's filled and it's and it never has a tip top end, you know? Uh, yeah, that's a. Oh, I just came up with that. Yeah, I know. It's an amazing <laughs> analogy. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Live, uh, live, live. Poof. Right? Um, yeah. I'd love to just, and we'll finish off here because I know what masterminds have done for me. I know yeah. that I look at my life now and I'm like, most of the people I talk to on a day-to-day basis is from my masterminds, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, we, what I told the guy when, he, when the first one I ever joined, he said, why do you want to join? And I said, my dreams are bigger than the people I'm around. And he yeah. was like, he's like, boom, you're in. He's like best answer I ever heard. Yeah. I love that. For anybody out there that's new or young that hasn't joined one or, or hasn't joined a group, like, w- like what, I mean, I know you champion it, but, yeah. but like, what do you think makes it so special? Um, well, I mean, it's people to lean on again, as an entrepreneur, we can, we can be in such an Island, right. By ourselves, even if we have team members or we have 1099 people, whatever, you know, employees, they, we're not really going to them for, we're going to them for advice on their specialty because they're a worker bee, you know, and some give you advice, but they're really looking for direction from you. And that's what I like about the mastermind is that they, everybody has different skills. And it's funny because I'm in multiple masterminds. I'm in a mastermind for women with six and seven figure income. I'm in a mastermind uh, with secret knock. 
with Secret Knock and a mastermind there. I have my own two masterminds that I run. One is mortgage specific and the other is everybody, right? Or mortgage and real estate and then everybody. Um, and I find that um, what I need is their specialties, you know, and I, we're texting, we've got text chains between all of these masterminds like crazy. And, you know, it's just simple things like, um, okay, I need to create a form for my workshop, you know, to do, um, to do a, uh, survey, right? Like I've got a paper survey, but I need to do a form. What's the best way to do the form? What's the fastest, easiest, best way for me to be able to deliver it and get it done, me get it done, et cetera. And I got, okay, you can try job form. You can try Google forms. Here's what I think about that one. Here's what I think about that one. It's counsel. It's not opinion. And there's a difference. It's counsel is I've been there. I've tried it. I know how it works. Opinion is, oh, you could try Jot because I heard it, a Jot format. You could try um, Survey Monkey because I heard it was good. I love that it's counsel and it's real, real, right? Help there. Um, also, the the um, the networking that happens, like you said, you know, even in Clubhouse, you, you know, and of course I've had those Clubhouse ahas. Um, but you know, one of the the masterminds that I'm in, uh, the person is an editor for like unbelievably famous people who've written unbelievably famous books that have sold over three million copies. Right, connected me so I could have them on my podcast, which led to five other connections, which yes. led to me meeting Lee Simons, who is a producer and director for HBO, and he's the the man who was behind Floyd uh, Merriweather's fight. Right, mm-hmm. he's the guy. He's now my producer and director for my TV show, yeah. right? I never would have met him if I wasn't in this mastermind. Yeah. Another man, in the, a gentleman in the mastermind, he was writing a book about moving from sales to being a leader, right? Because we all think we're, oh, we're really good in sales, and then we're just going to own something. It will be just as good. Well, there's a there's a path there, and I know mm-hmm. that, and he knew that. And he, he said to me, hey, you you know, you've been in sales all your life. What do you, what do you think about the name? And I was like, ah. And he goes, oh, I see it on your face. And I go, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. And so we started chowing through it for about a half an hour. And I helped him. I actually named it. I named his book and he just went number one. It's called Sellership. And it's not even a word. Because I'm like, going. you're going from seller to sales to selling to leadership. And he goes, yeah, it's it's, um, uh, leadership or some salesmanship. And we were kind of playing around. I went online. I'm like, oh my gosh, this word doesn't work. It doesn't even exist. And he goes, well, how do we do it? And I go, sell dot er dot ship. And then the X and then the definition below it. And so he has a whole new word. So the contribution that I'm giving to people, oh my gosh, it it pays back tenfold. I mean, it just pays back tenfold. And that's what masterminds do is you can lean on people. You can see it's not it's not coaching. It's very pointed. And if you do it right, it's tell me your problem. Let me ask some clarifying questions. And here are all the counsel that everyone's going to give you. Now go take action. That's mm-hmm. the key. Yeah. I, I almost think whatever the information is in the group is almost secondary to the people next to you in the group. And and that's where you get the connectivity. And it's like, Hey, met this guy on clubhouse, come on the podcast. And he's like, yeah. Hey, your idea is fucking awesome. And me and my brother are looking, call him. And then like three days later, I'm in Dallas sitting in his house. Like, it's like, yeah. boom, boom. It went that quick. And, and, you know, and, and that's what people don't get. It's like, yeah, the information is one thing. And like, 
but there's also YouTube for all that stuff. And like, you just want to be around like-minded people that can kind of like grow together and, and go up. Um, yeah. and, and there are people that are higher than you. And there are people that are lower, they're upstream and they're downstream from you. I mean, you've got people like that, but that's, what's so great about a mastermind is you can pull people with you. You can gra- drag people off the shore. You can, um, you know, everybody's got a skill. And there are times when we, we pop into something, a challenge, and we don't have enough people in the group to solve the problem. So we all say, okay, ready, break. Let's go out to our the feelers to all of our other yeah. groups. Let's see if we can solve the problem for each other. You just don't have that when you're working alone. No, I love that. And so if people want to find out about the 13 things that you're doing at the same time, no, I'm just kidding. But if they want to find out about the podcast, the books, how will they do that? Yeah, I know. It's so funny. Well, just go to jenduplessis.com. You know, if you want to reach out to me and talk to me, but you're not going to find everything there. You know, I'm just sort of everywhere like you are, you know, I'm on clubhouse. I'm on, you know, follow me on clubhouse, follow me on Instagram, follow me on all those places. Um, you know, the J JD three TV is the streaming system. It's part of James Dentley. James is uh, best friends with Les Brown. He's his mentor. Um, Les is behind this project. Steve or um, Kevin Harrington from um, uh, the Shark Tank, you know, the original shark, he's behind this project as well. Um, So the JDTV is already, JD3TV is already streaming. My show's a little behind because we're taking it to a different level than having it be a virtual like this. Um, And I don't know why God's blessed me with that opportunity, but I'm excited. We have some unbelievable guests. It's called, by the way, uh, Tell Me I Can't. And that's the name of my new book. Oh, I love it. I might as well have that tattooed on my chest right here. Exactly. Me too. Me too. You know what's interesting? Something just came to me. And you said it to me when the first time we talked. I view myself like I was telling somebody yesterday. I think the later part of my life, like 50 and on, is going to be pretty wild. Like somebody brought to my attention yesterday, they see me directing movies. Like, and I was like, wow, I've never thought about that because I love photography. I love all that stuff. But I, but I thought of something about six months ago and it changed my life because I realized I'm putting all these groups together, these calls where we've got a billion dollars worth of real estate. And I realized that, that I'm a TV host. That's what I am. I'm a TV host. And I want to speak on stage and I, and I, you basically in, in no way, shape or form, just living your life have created the blueprint for me to follow behind. And, and yeah. I can't wait to, I can't wait to share the stage with you one day. So, Oh, we will. Yeah. Yes. I know. It'll be exciting. I, I can't wait to be on stage. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me Again, too. I mean, goodness, you know, in 2019, I was on stage 30 times, right. I was mm-hmm. actually 32 times. And, uh, you know, I miss being on stage. I totally miss being on stage and walking back and forth and really being my <laughs> myself. I feel like I'm confined sometimes, you know, because yeah, I'm really yeah. talkative, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, but thank you for saying that because, you know, I mean, it just, it's just happened. I mean, I've, you know, you, and you know, this, I've shared stages with uh, Tony Robbins and Darren Hardy and Mike, uh, Michael Jackson, sorry, Magic Johnson and <laughs> Barbara Corcoran and, you know, Les Brown, obviously, and Les Brown Jr. And Jack Canfield. I mean, you name it, I've, sh- I've shared stages with them. And um, you know, it's nice to be able to pick up the phone and just text them, Yeah, just text them. I could mm-hmm. text Les Brown any moment and, you know, see how he's doing and see what's going on and ask him to come on to a, this video. If I wanted to say, Hey, let's call, t- let's call Les, see if he can hop on right now. Yeah. And see if he can yeah. with this. It's great. It's, um, it's really, really powerful. And it just, you know, it levels me up as well. And, you know, I'm just being pulled into, uh, for this particular TV show. It's not about the money. It's not about the ego. This is a poll that says, you know, I've been told, tell me, you know, that I can't so many times. 
Um, and I'm going to show people what I can do. And that's what I do. It's not a proving thing anymore. Like it used to be when I was younger, it was yes. stop lit, you know, stop proving and start living. I'm living now. And what I'm doing is sharing these stories. So I have uh, Brian Smith, the founder of Ugg Boots. He's going to be on the show. Um, just a lot of really great people. There's a gentleman, I can't think of his name and I don't want to, I don't want to talk out of turn, but he's, he was born without arms and legs, but he's yes, going to be I know, who, I know who he is. Kevin, Steve, I can't remember his oh. name. Oh, well, there's, the there's, 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 there's two guys. There's a guy yeah. that was in my mastermind named Nick Sant. Uh, I can't say his last name, but it's very long, but yeah, he's that, the, that's not him. Yeah. This but, is the other but, guy. Yeah. But the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. he's going to be on the show because so many people have been told that they can't. Mm -hmm. And I just want this whole thing to be, you know, you're too tall, you're too fat, you're too skinny, you're too white, you're too black, you're too, you don't have a mother, you don't have a father, you know, you're too poor, you're whatever, you're not smart enough. All of those things I want, we are going to be exploring. And that's the name of the book as well. Tell me I can't. Mm, and I love writing, this so much. Writing the book, uh, my ghostwriter has written for Hallmark movies. So we're writing the book to present it to Hallmark to be one of their movies. Oh, look at you. I mean, I better get, I better, I'm glad I got you on get now. Busy. Stop talking. Oh. Take action. <laughs> I'm glad I got you on now. Cause I have to go through your publicist from now oh, on. Baby. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you like this episode, make sure you send it out to your friends, leave us a review. We appreciate y'all for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks a bunch. Thank you for listening to Construct Your Life with Austin Lenny. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to start constructing your life by taking immediate action on what you learned. For show notes, resources, and more information on one-on-one -on -one coaching with Austin, visit constructyourlifepodcast.com.